Good morning, listener. Welcome to NASCO Moments. How many times have you washed your hands today? Remember to always stay safe. I am Hudun Gyang, your host. On the show today, we will discuss how emotional illiteracy impacts on family life. It is said that parents are their children's first teachers. In this role, parents are required to put in place a healthy lifestyle that they can share with their children. This healthy lifestyle includes consideration for understanding the language of one's emotions, learning how to calm down when upset, and role modeling healthy self-esteem. Unfortunately, many of these tools are lacking in most families, which often leads to misunderstanding and bickering. On the Nasco Moment Show this morning, our guest is Dr. Kingsley Maiwa Okonoda. He is a consultant, psychiatrist, a youth, and medical director, NetWealth Center for Addiction Management and Psychological Medicine, JOS. He will be sharing his thoughts and perspectives as we discuss how emotional illiteracy impacts on family life. Dr. Okonoda, welcome to Nasco Moments. Thank you very much. Okay, we shall return right after this break. Now fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. You're welcome back to NASCO Moments. I'm Hudun Gyang. Today we're talking about how emotional illiteracy impacts on family life. And our guest is Dr. Kingsley Maiwa Okonoda, a consultant psychiatrist at the Joss University Teaching Hospital and Medical Director, NetWealth Center for Addiction Management and Psychological Medicine, JOS. Now, um, Doctor, give us your understanding of the term emotional literacy. All right, thank you very much. Emotional literacy, that is the ability of an individual to understand his or her own emotions, to be able to relate with his or her own emotions, to be able to um, put a label on them, um, and then, of course, understand the emotions of others and how the interaction between his own emotions and the emotions of others affect their relationship and their life in general. So that is uh, emotional literacy. Okay. So why is it important to have emotional literacy, especially in the family? All right. Um, you will know that we are essentially social beings. That is why during the lockdown, you see that a lot of things were happening. Um, issues of domestic violence was higher and then people were also lonely suicide was higher and also kind of things and that was because people's emotional issues came to the fore more because of social interaction that was limited or that was um, enhanced because husband and wife who probably when they get upset with each other would have gone out and could off but now they have to forced to be you have to be forced to be in the same space and all that. So it is important because if you are able to understand your own emotion, that's the first thing. Uh, they say, uh, man, know thyself. So if I can put a lead on my own emotions, a label on my own emotions, to know that, okay, I'm frustrated at this point in time. I'm angry at this point in time. 
I'm upset or I'm happy, elated and all that, then I can now use that as a platform to be able to relate with another person. And on, in the same vein, if I also understand the emotions of others, there may be times in which I just need to keep quiet. I don't need to assert that I'm the authority figure here because I can understand the emotion of the other person. The person is frustrated. And sometimes I just need to empathize with the other person, even if they are wrong. You know, so this um, emotional literacy helps us to be able to navigate lives or navigate life, issues of life, events of life, such that we bring the best out of everything. We all know that life is not a straight line. Um, there are ups and downs and the best of us mess up sometimes and then the worst of us do good things sometimes. So in order for us to be able to have that consistent um, good things coming from our interactions, our situations and all that, we need to be emotionally literate. And so, you know, this emotional literacy goes on along with emotional intelligence. Uh, so, if we are able to do that, then we can be productive beings. People who have more emotional literacy are usually team players. People want to be around them rather than the person that ah, is he going to be in that team. I don't want to be there, you know. So, and then of course in the family, you know, the family is the social unit, the first unit of society, and so um, is the place where we should find the best of. Um, understanding so-called comfort and so on and so forth and so if that happens and then the family is emotionally intelligent or there is emotional literacy then we that family can actually be a comfort zone so what's the difference between emotional literacy and self-awareness well self-awareness is actually an integral part of emotional literacy um, however emotional literacy goes beyond self-awareness because self-awareness you know like I said before, man, know thyself. I think it was Socrates that said that. And so, you are aware of your own, for example, um, if you know your own strength, your own weaknesses, um, threats and opportunities that are available to you, your emo emotional state and everything, that's you. However, there are people who think they have a good understanding of themselves, but they are not able to understand the other person. They are not able to read the emotional state of other people. Um, there's something we call mentalization, ability to for you to you know look at the affect of the person. If the person is smiling, you should. You are able to read the emotional state, internal feelings of somebody from the facial expression, the gesticulation, and so on and so forth. For example, I probably will not be gesticulating if I'm sad. If I'm upset, I may be gesticulating more and all that. All those come together. So that is part of emotional literacy. You must be able to not only understand yourself, you must understand other people. Not only that, you must empathize with them. Putting yourself in other people's shoes and then find a way to communicate with them, interact with them effectively. All these ones are what makes up emotional and literacy. While awareness, self-awareness is just about yourself. It's just a a fraction of the things that makes up emotional literacy. Okay, so how does the family influence a person's emotional development? Alright, that's a very beautiful question because as a matter of fact you can well, we don't like to be judgmental anyway but you can invariably tell how well a family has done by the output of the person that comes out from that family. 
sometimes it's not always so because individuals have their own overall responsibility and all that but when the family helps people to understand that is really one thing that we need to learn in this part of the world and let me confess also that um, um, it's when, 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 when got into the professional space and started learning more about it and all that, that you get to understand that, okay, it's better to help people rather than judge people. We judge people a lot. So if somebody gets angry easily, help people to understand that this is an emotion. It doesn't necessarily mean that yeah, the person is, all, is wrong. Are you getting me now? Uh, anger is not necessarily wrong. It is the expression of it that is wrong or how well you express it or how badly you express it. So having um, that ability to make people understand different emotional states that they have in a non-judgmental area, talking with them about it, helping them to even put a lead on it, put a label on it. Because a lot of people in my work say, how do you feel about that? I don't know. You know, it's so convenient for them to bounce it off to say, I don't know. In fact, I don't know what is going on with me. And I'll tell you, how do I get to help you if you don't, you yourself cannot put a label on what is going on with you. So, the family must first of all help to, for children to understand their emotional state, to put labels on them. Sometimes when you see people watching TV, okay, you, how will you describe that one? That person is upset, that person is frustrated, you know? and so on and so forth. That person is excited. That person is showing apathy. So, helping people to label their emotion. And then to now know that, okay, these emotional states are things that you can regulate. They don't have to be the one to control you. You have to be the one to control them. You understand? And all that. And then to be able to now use it to interact with others. Interacting with others. To be able to let people know that sometimes when you don't handle them well, it can destroy relationships, it can destroy opportunities for you. And when you handle them well and you know how to navigate these things, it can actually build relationships for you and open doors for you and all that. So when we teach people, it's not necessarily a formal teaching. It's life experiences, an event happened, you can relate it and let the child have an understanding of what is going on there ask them questions, you know, that's why we have to create time for our children. And it's not only about children, even we as adults, the same thing. All right. So what are the consequences on families when people are emotionally uh, illiterate? Okay, so from what we have been saying, I think it's already obvious. Um, there could be bickering, there will be bickering, there will be lack of understanding, there could be, you know, people talk about sibling rivalry, and some saving already can actually be very deadly. Um, there could be things like even husband and wife, family disharmony, uh, dysfunctional families eventually occur. People can go on to even go and express themselves outside, get into drugs, prostitution. I hope that you know that at the at the at the base or at the background of most of these things is a is a need to be loved. Sometimes people get into peer pressure because they cannot relate their emotions at home. People cannot understand them, you know, all those kind of things. So, in the final analysis, it makes people to be unproductive, to be, to get into vices and all that if they are not emotionally treated. Right. 
It's been an interesting conversation so far, listener. I hope you will stay with us as we plan to return after this break. Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. My name is Fudun Gang and this is NASCO Moments. We're talking about how emotional illiteracy impacts on family life. Our guest is Dr. Kingsley Mayowa O'Connor. He is a consultant psychiatrist, Johnson University Teaching Hospital, and medical director, NetWealth Center for Addiction Management and Psychological Medicine, Joss. Now let's continue the conversation. Um, uh, doctor, how uh, does emotional literacy manifest in a family setting? Alright, literacy. Okay, so literacy being the positive side means that number one, somebody is able to understand himself or herself. That self-awareness is the first and most important thing. And uh, you know, once you understand yourself, you know when you are getting upset, you know when you are excited, uh, people say don't make promises when you're excited, don't make threats when you are upset and all that. So you'll be able to control your your expression of those emotions and all that. So that means that, okay, it leads to better harmony. It leads to better understanding because you are now also not only understanding yourself, you are able to understand others. You are able to um, control yourself. You don't judge others in the family when you are supposed to empathize with them. So you put yourself in people's shoes. So it leads to better understanding, better harmony, better productivity. Um, even, of course, you say family, but you know, family is the unit of society. So people go out and then they manifest this literacy. People want to flock around them. You probably have known one or two people that um, any position they get into, anywhere they get into, they become the life of the or that environment, people want to be in their team and, also, and, and so on and so forth. So that, that, those are some of the things. It improves communications too because um, if I know when you are getting angry instead of, and, uh, instead of um, trying to provoke you further, um, I can empathize with you, you know, make you to, to speak out your mind in an assertive way and all that. So it improves communication and all that. And of course, we know the overall influence of that. It makes society better. Can we have some more tips uh, for the development of emotional literacy in the family? All right. So, like I have said before, um, talking about helping people to put level on their emotions and all that. Uh, but then, um, let me state here that sometimes you might need professional help. And professional help in the, in the sense that there are a lot of personality issues that may not make it so easy for people. And some of these personality issues are things that could be inherited. Let's just, because we need to be scientific. It's not everything that is just about your environment. Some things are inherited. And so um, you might need professional help to be able to 
um, help you to understand things better. Sometimes educational um, films, videos, and all that, you know, um, take people out, let people interact with others, you know. Uh, so in the process, they get to understand the world better. You cannot really be emotionally literate if you don't understand others. If you if you don't understand that the world and the people's um, what we call world views are different from yours, you really will not be able to be emotionally literate. So exposure, let me put it that way, um, which is guided, will help people to have better emotional interest. Okay, so let's look at the various members of the family. Uh, what role does each member of the family play in entrenching emotional literacy in the family? All right, now um, I'm an advocate of people knowing their strengths and their weaknesses and all that. So, number one, we know that the father is supposed to be is the head of the family, and being head means that you provide leadership, provide direction, uh, more or less like a policy um, person and all that. So, the father must first of all be emotionally literate himself, be emotionally intelligent to be able to help others. So that is the role to, uh, of the father to make sure that, okay, you are the one that provides the guidance. I, I was speaking in church one day and I told people that I believe that the mother is also the chief operating officer of the home. So you can't go against the direction that it's not supposed to be an autocratic thing anyway, that you and your husband have have um, established so you uh, so the husband and wife must cooperate so that they can provide example direction for the children and so in the interaction with the children um, they, they they have different um, events in which they will not be able to emphasize or teach the skills that we are talking about so the enforcement is actually about the both parents. But the children also, you know, as children start growing up and all that, see that the older person who knows how the family has been operating, be able to pass it on to the younger ones and all that. So essentially, it's how the family um, operates helps to actually entrench things. Okay, so uh, overall, what is the impact on... Uh, how, what impact can emotional illiteracy have on family? Well, I think that uh, we have talked about this a little, uh, sometimes. Um, there can be family disarmament. Now, let me say this. Once there is no clear or direction in the family, everybody pulls in different directions. And so, because they pull in different directions, disarmony, schism, People are not able to speak with one voice. Now, there will even be uh, domestic abuse. It could be it could degenerate to physical abuse because when people's ego and all those things are affected and all that, emotional abuse is there. People can actually, actually get into vices, um, prostitution, um, use of drugs, um, you know, stealing, robbery, and all those kind of things. And also be there and then people may not actually be able to actualize their potentials now in your practice what have you have you seen in families uh, what is the rate 
Are we mostly emotionally literate or illiterate? <laughs> the truth of the matter is, most of us are not emotionally literate. Even the African traditional society does not encourage emotional literacy. Uh, in the African traditional, I'm not talking about what we have become. The father is supposed to be an authority, a terror, you know, whatever I say goes. It doesn't work like that. There's no way it can work like that. Are you getting me now? And then, of course, most times we, we, we force things on people. I was having a discussion with somebody not long ago. It's changing career totally. This is somebody that has a wife and children. It's now changing career. Because throughout time, the time that he was growing up, the father, this is what you want to do. And he said, this is what I want to do. No. Even to master's and PhD level. That cannot be said to be the right thing to do. So generally speaking, and then when we want to communicate, we don't communicate our feelings. We talk in judgment. We pass judgments. We condemn. We accuse. Oh, somebody calls you. You have not talked to each other for for weeks. You don't know what the other person is going through. But it's the person that still calls you. And the moment you pick, you say, so it's now you know you should be calling. You have not been calling me all this while. That's an accusation. Are you getting me now? And so that's how we communicate. We don't we we most of the time are very self-centered and selfish people. And we don't know how to express ourselves. And then tell children, especially boys, we say boys don't cry, right? So you are teaching them from the beginning not to own up to their emotion. Men cry, I hope you know. And I encourage men to cry if they have to cry. I'm not saying that you should go around uh, breaking down. As a matter of fact, the truth of the matter is if you don't know how to own your emotion, that's when you, know, you, you will not have emotional reactivity. So from, from childhood, we teach children not to express their emotion, not to own up to their emotion, not to even know how to regulate their emotion. So we now have grown-ups who are hard, who are hard-hearted. They cannot even say I love you to the loved ones that they have. Once they have courted and they are married, what else? I go to work, I give you money, I pay your school fees. What is I love you? If I don't love you, will I do those, those things? <laughs> we must do a lot of soft hearts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's been a stimulating conversation indeed. <laughs> Any parting word for the listener? All right, the parting word is to say that beyond cognitive intelligence, which is what we have been amaring on, especially in the school system, we should know that emotional literacy, emotional intelligence is as important, if not more important. Because research has shown that people who are more emotionally literate and intelligent get to the peak of their careers or whatever man in the world they do more than the people who are not and so this should be the focus all right it's been an eye-opening conversation dr kingsley mayawa okonoda thank you for being here today thank you very much uh, i hope you have found today's episode beneficial listener thank you for tuning in as we end the show we ask you to follow nasco social media handles for information visit www.facebook.com slash nasco group you can also send feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show to the email info at nasco.net or by text 
through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. The Nasku Moments trivia question for this week is, who invented the term emotional literacy and what does this person say about it? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your full name and exact location. Last week's trivia question was, what is the penalty for child pornography in Nigeria? The answer is 10 years imprisonment or fine of at least 20 million naira or both, depending on the nature of the offence and the act carried out by the accused. Our winners are Bashir from Faringada and Helen Daniel from Rukuba. Congratulations. We'll call and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. A NASCO Moments radio talk show has been brought to you by NASCO Group. It was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department, producer Harun Aldu, research and content development, George Palm and Harun Aldu, production coordinator Solomon Aldu, Deborah Galadima, Jackie Reng, and Alex Ruben. Please join us again next time and be safe. Endeavor to get vaccinated. Practice proper, regular, personal hygiene. My name is Hudun Gyan. This is Nascom.